da 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 Ladies and gentlemen. Da 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 It's been a long time. Da 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 Since you've heard our sweet voices. Da 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 Coming over the microphone. It's us. But now it's time <laughs> for the inaugural one-year episode of a sweet little podcast, colloquially known as. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Armstrong is singing the anthem. Milk and Screams. That's it. Hello, guys. It's, it's Milk the one, and Screams. It's the one year anniversary of Milk one and Screams. One year anniversary. What year? What, Happy what, birthday, what, what, Milk what, and Screams. What? Happy birthday. Well, okay, wait. We have to clear up some lore on the podcast okay. <laughs> age because we started counting every episode as the age. Like when we got to episode oh, right. 16, <laughs> we were the most powerful 16 year olds. But now we're legitimately a year old with the 32nd episode right so then are we a year old or it's are like we 32 years. years old it's like dog years every 32 episodes <laughs> is an actual human year we have to do 32 episodes within the next year okay so that's that's how we got that's how i got to measure it. it's okay. like dog years i just wanted to clean up the lore no yeah yeah it's very important age. it's very important we got to make sure that the lore is good very um, <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the lore, it's good probably hey welcome back to another episode guys welcome back um you know, we don't really have too much of a plan, to be honest. We got a topic, but you know, we we, we it, it was a year. We're shooting it. We're shooting from the hip. Um, but first, I mean, I think you know we, we talked about this uh, last week when we recorded the uh, mm-hmm. the Halloween episode. Was that the last one we did? Mm-hmm. That we were gonna um, get gifts for each other. So I went ahead and got you a gift. Um, no, yeah, we didn't. Definitely didn't say that. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about it a lot. So we definitely um, didn't say that. What? We definitely didn't say that. Yeah, we did. Remember, we we talked about it. like we were in the kitchen. I I, I made dinner, and we were, we were making plans for this episode, this 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 one year episode of Milk and Screams. And we said, you know, so you're gonna go ahead and just lie straight up after I've just said that we definitely had not made too many plans, other than the fact that we needed a no, one no, year no. one. No, no, we didn't have an. idea. You're just gonna go ahead and lie. The and one say thing that we, we did say, plans. the one thing, well, the one thing we did say is that we should get each other a gift for having been with each other in the podcast space for a year we to commemorate we did say that so you're just gonna lie to everybody to make me look bad for not getting you anything i'm not i'm not lying i'm not lying guys this is a new year new jacob (laughs) gaslighting jacob whoa gaslighting is such a big word and you kyle did you really not get me anything of course not (laughs) what kyle I, I, I poured my life over this gift for you. You know what? I will be the judge of that first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Once I look at it, I have a feeling that you didn't. No, I, I... Second of all, wow. stop lying to the people to make me look bad, okay? I'm definitely the better person of the two of us, and oh, this is not on. how this would have no, gone down. I think this cements the fact that, that, that I am the better podcast host because – this just shows again that you don't listen to what I'm saying to you. A lot of the time, I don't know. That's very so true. Then, so but we definitely didn't have this conversation. We definitely if a conversation did. had, be ha- had been had of we need to get each other gifts, I take gift giving very seriously. <laughs> so if that conversation had been had, trust me, I would have remembered that. Trust has one syllable. Trust me, <laughs> Jacob, I would have remembered that. Either way, I mean, I'm, I'm not, this isn't for me, it's for you. Okay. So here, you can have this. Thank you. Of course, you can open it up. <laughs> it's a glass gravy boat. It's a gravy boat. You said you always wanted one. Did I always did I say that? Yeah. I Remember the episode we were talking about gravy boats being the best gift ever? When we said that gravy boats are no longer needed. <laughs> no, you remember because you remember you said you remember you said like you love gravy boats and you and you you collect them, right? You collect gravy boats. While I appreciate the sentiment, I think even more of this conversation is now shifting back to me that I'm the better <laughs> host because clearly you don't listen to me either. <laughs> what? No, I mean if we both don't li- listen to each other, how does this podcast work? 
Sorry, what was it? I? I wasn't <laughs> Sorry, what? you're admiring the the beauty of that gravy boat. I mean, it's it's a it's a beaut, isn't it? I mean, it's so long. Why is it so long? I'm gonna be honest. We we were talking about gravy boats before. I don't believe I've ever held a gravy boat in my hand. Get out. I thought they were way smaller than this. This is too much gravy. It's got a whole. It's got to have the gravy for the whole table. This is too much gravy for a whole table. What, what's the Thanksgiving called? Like they call it like a. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Gravy. No, like what, what like are you asking? Norman Rock Norman Rockwell Thanksgiving. It's like, oh it's yeah, like yeah, an yeah, yeah. So like mm. it's got to fill the whole Norman Rockwell. Rock, that's hard to say. The whole, the say, whole, say it. Norman Rockwell. Screw you. The whole, the whole Norman Rockwell. The whole Rockwell <laughs> table. It's got to be that whole table for gravy. You can't uh, refill it. You gotta like have only that gravy in there. For you listening folks, this is like like a good seven, eight inches long, including the handle portion of it. The handle and then, portion like, has a little bit. It's it probably real holds thick. like it probably holds like ten ounces of gravy. And it's like it's good quality. It's like a twenty pound boat, you know? It's good quality. I got you a good quality gravy boat. So whenever you need it, it's there. You can you go you can take that off the wedding registry. You can take it off. And say, Jacob got it for me. Yeah, because as we all know, I <laughs> have a wedding registry. And well, whenever it, you, whenever that point comes. It's soon to be wed, of course. Um, none of you got invited. You're not even going to say thank you for the gravy boat? I'm just, I'm still admiring it, Jacob. I'm, <laughs> and I'm wondering um, how recently this was purchased. Well, I have a little secret to tell you. I don't think you purchased this. My... My that's a family heirloom. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> no, it, it, I did buy it today. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man, it's so dusty. Like, did his I mom bought it, give I bought it, it to today. Him? I literally bought it today. <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh, surprisingly hard to find gravy boats nowadays. Not gonna lie. Went to Walmart, wasn't there. Went to Target, wasn't there. <laughs> so our dream is coming true. The gravy boat is becoming obsolete. <laughs> coming obsolete. <laughs> Except for me, that's that one purchase of a gravy boat's gonna kick it back. And now the other part of the dream will be true that we will be the last holders of gravy boats. That's true. I think this should become part of the podcast set. Oh, it definitely will be. Because uh, what else are we gonna use it for? <laughs> I don't, not gravy. Not gravy. It's gotta hold something else. Like it's gonna, or we gotta like paint it or something. I can see you wanting a gravy boat, but for hot sauce. Oh and yeah. Just having hot sauce for the table and just dumping it. On any food that you've been served. That wouldn't be that bad. It was also funny to find, like, butter dishes next to gravy boats in the store. when I, I went to Bath & Beyond. Like just those rectangular ones that you just set a stick of butter on? Yeah, and then you put a lid over it. Yeah. Um, tons of those next to, like, one gravy boat. There's only one option. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, gravy boats. Uh, happy one-year anniversary, cop. Thanks for getting me nothing. Well, technically, this is a gift for both of us because it's being on the set. <laughs> <know>. So... <laughs> Um, I also I also offer this back to you oh, for the wow. both of us. Such a surprise! <laughs> it's got such a good handle. The shape of it reminds me exactly of Chip from Beauty and the Beast. It reminds me of uh, the genie lamp more than anything. Which, to be fair, it also true. It kind of looks like an oil lamp in general without the lid. Um, it does. See, this is why I don't like gravy boats. You don't like them? Uh, is it gonna be a part of our set? You don't like it? Of what's course, it's gonna be part of our set. What's his name? Let's uh, name it. <laughs> um, we should call it like a boat name. A boat name? Like, you know, well, okay, let's look up the most popular boat name. Like Maria? Is that a good or well, then maybe Maria? We should, maybe we shouldn't do or the most popular. Or El Nina? Uh, popular. Boat names. Why is my caps lock on? I just typed. <laughs> boat names! I just typed boat names! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there's Seduction. Ooh. Um, for reals, R E E L S. There's uh misconduct. I I looked up yacht names because we can have a gravy yacht. Of um, course. <laughs> um, oh, I, one of the names here is Roe v Wave. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, Aurora, <laughs> my way, Andiamo. What's Andiamo? Uh, why do I I know that word, but I don't know Andiamo. Means let's go. Oh, okay. That's super lame, Carp, actually. Carp diem. Oh, I've got uh, C Senora S E A Senora. Ah, C Senora. Um, okay. Best of boat worlds. We gotta make like a gravy name, a gravy boat name. Like, How about dirty or? <laughs> dirty or. <laughs> okay, let's think. Let's think. Gravy, smooth. All right. What if I type in 
gravy boat names. Okay, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking with grease. I, I've got uh, the synonyms for it, okay. which is just gravy holder, sauce boat, and boat, okay. uh, which are not names. So I'm going to keep going. I got synonyms. How about 21 words and phrases for... <laughs> no, they're just a bunch more synonyms. The first one I saw just being container for serving gravy, <laughs> which is not a good name okay. either. Let's brainstorm because obviously we can't rely on the internet. We can't. We've got to find our own name for our gravy boat. And we're making... My headphones are doing really weird, weird things. Mine is too, but that's okay. The audio will not be. The show okay. must go on. Um, I'll just sit here and uh, do my tech things while oh, we talk. Okay, gravy boat. I- I'm thinking like peppery... Savory, okay. Um, Peppery, savory. Do we? Does it need to have to do with gravy itself? I don't think so, but I think it's it'd be great if it did. If it was a pun name that had to do with gravy and not nautical things. Nautical things. Oh, this is so difficult. What's? It's like Pundernome combining those two things. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like the, combining gravy and boat into yeah, one name. We have this. We have this game where you just get two cards that are just completely arbitrarily not related to each other at all, and then you have like two minutes to make up a pun that relates both of the things together, and it's very difficult. Okay. Especially very difficult to do it and to do it funnily. What's in gravy? I actually don't know. Oh, I know. What is in gravy? I, I happen to I know. I just eat it. Um, gravy is. It starts out as a roux, which is flour and butter, okay, or flour and any grease. Makes sense. Then you add stock of your choice. So if it's turkey gravy, you got turkey stock. Vegetable gravy, weird, but you use vegetable stock, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then you mix it until you get like a nice little sauce. You add seasonings to it, and that's your gravy. Okay. So gravy, gravy, savory, savory, savory. Savory, savory, sea gravery. Sea Savory, express, savory. Mm, this is so hard. It is hard. I honestly, I just want to go back to boat names on the internet. Yeah, but I think could. they only popped. What if I type in boat names um, without being all caps? Does the same thing come up? <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> I'd be so shocked. I honestly all would have been too, and I would have learned something real cool about Google. Okay. Okay. I got. Uh, bacon in the sun. Um, <laughs> big naughty, N A U T I. Big naughty. Grave. Um. Hmm. Uh, what else do I have here? Snake eyes. Don't know why. Hmm. Um, and Miami MVP. <laughs> that's that's really funny to me. Um. Um. Mr. Joshua. Don't know why. Joshua, maybe. I don't know. It's it's not spelled Joshua with A U S. Okay, uh, gravy. What's a boat? T- maybe, maybe we can call it like a a uh, a roo canoe. A roo canoe. The roo canoe. Because canoe is a boat, and roo is what you. I like yeah. that. I I I understood before the half explanation. <laughs> Screw you again. I have a very large brain. <laughs> roo canoe. I kind of like that. We'll just call her roo. For short. And, it'll be, and she will be the Rue Canoe, but we'll just call her Rue. Right. All right. That's the name. That's the name of our gravy boat. Rue Canoe. The Rue Canoe. I like that. That rolls right off the tongue. She looks like a Rue, doesn't she? Now that you're looking at her. Yeah. And you said Rue, you're like, that's a Rue. The slender. 100%. She's yeah. all curvy and crab. That's a Rue. Yeah, absolutely. Rue Canoe. Put that over there. Welcome to the podcast set, Rue Canoe. Um. I'm so glad I did that today. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was checking out, and I couldn't help but think, is someone going to look at me weird because I'm buying just a gravy boat? I think if I was a cashier and you came up and just had like two to three items, one of them being a gravy boat, I'd look at you weird. I'd think that's super weird. This is a question that I think doesn't get answered often. As a cashier, what is the weirdest thing – like, what is the weirdest single thing someone can buy that – Like, when, when they buy one with? item. Like, yes. they came in the store. They realized they would needed this one item. Because when you go to the store for one <laughs> item, it is one item that you're missing from it, like a recipe. Yeah. Or you don't go to the store and just buy one item. It's a waste of a, a trip. Anytime we go to the store, me and you, we both make a list. Like, and, right. that's, and, it's, and it's because we hate going to the store. Right. So we go there, and we get everything we need for the week or two weeks. So, like – 
the most simple things would be like milk, butter, flour, any or like any kind of weird spice that you may have needed, but you just forgot. So you go to the store, right. get literally one thing, and even then, you like look around for things you can buy. I think. What is the one thing? I think just buying any length of rope as your one thing okay. is a little weird. Just because rope gives off such murdery vibes. If it that's does. the one thing you're buying, it kind of feels like I've just on the whim kidnapped somebody and need a way to bound them. Because like, if you're working on a project that you needed rope on, rope is so plentiful in the lengths that you originally buy it in. Right. If you don't have rope when you're starting, like when you were going to buy your, your uh, materials and tools, you got rope along with many other things. I think Gravy Boat is still one of the weirder ones, strangely enough. Because, it kind of is. Because like, think about it. Use Gravy once a year maybe. If you love Gravy, you use it all the time. You already have a Gravy Boat. And if not, you're making gravy in a pot or like a little a little saucepan. Right. And just then everyone just comes around. Everyone just gets a ladle and it's like, here's my amount of gravy. Why would that you I go want. buy just a gravy boat? Just I mean, literally, just a gravy boat. Because even the ladle is a better service tool for it. Because you can use the ladle to push the divot into your mashed potatoes. Right. And then just turn it over and pour the gravy into the divot you've just made. And it yeah. gives, you get your little uh, mini volcano of mashed potato gravy. That's, I mean, I think that's a great tool. I, in fact, I did that the other night when I had gravy with my exactly. chicken. So, I mean, I I think gravy boat is one of the weirder things. To buy singularly. Singularly. <clears throat> if you buy it with a bunch of Thanksgiving stuff, that's pretty obvious. It's it, You buy rope with a bunch of tools and, and – What if someone just came and bought a apple, a single apple? Is that weird? pretty weird, yeah. Like, if you just want a snack and you're like, I'm not going to have Cheetos. <laughs> right. I'm not going to go to the gas station. I'm going to get one apple. Because, like, getting a bag of apples, that's a little different. You know, that can be some snack for, you know, a couple days to come. Same thing if, like, if you bought a bunch of bananas. It's right. still odd that that's the one thing. But, like, maybe you just wanted to make banana bread. You just didn't have bananas or something. I don't know. But buying a apple, a apple, you know yeah, what I'm saying? that's it. And that's literally it. That's the 80 cents that that cost you or something. That's, that's pretty weird. bizarre. Is it also even weirder if he goes not to the self-checkout one, but to like a normal yes. person with a single apple and then pays for it with a credit card? Oh, yes. Because that'd be crazy. That person is probably – they probably just killed someone <laughs> or probably just did something really weird. They're like, I have to throw people off my scent, so I have to go to the store. I don't have that much money. I'm just going to buy one apple. <laughs> <laughs> what if the cashier was brave enough to ask and the guy was like – I have I'm having company over. I just cooked a pig. It doesn't look right without the apple in its mouth. And that's all I needed to complete that's the all scene. I that's so funny. I home, I live alone. There's just a pig on my table, <laughs> fully cooked. Fully castrated and cooked, but I just needed to put the apple in its mouth oh and I didn't God. have one. That's so funny. <laughs> have you ever had pig like that? Like a, like a whole hog? Yes. Oh, it's so yummy, isn't yes. it? Yes, dude. Pig eye is so good. You're lying. I'm not. That's what I had when I had a whole hog. It was Royal Rangers. It was like I was like 11 or 12 or 10. Wait, do I? Yes. It's crazy good. You're lying. I'm not lying to you at all. I swear on my life. I had eye and I remember it very vividly of eating this eye and just the scene around me. It didn't you didn't taste anything. It Did just you? it just tasted like the smoke and the pig? It tasted like pig, but it was, like, even richer. Like, it was better than the rest of the pig to me. I If I if I made a pig right now <coughs> and I gave the eye to you, I guarantee you wouldn't, like, like it. Eyes don't taste good. It tasted great. I don't know if they cooked it separately and, like, the eye was more meaty than the rest of the regular pig meat, but it was really good. we're talking about the same thing, we went and picked up our own piece of meat off the pig. Yeah, and then they also were like, does anyone want the eye? And, oh. I, and all the kids were like, ew, gross. And I was yeah, like, I want to try that. And it was really, really good. I think I had the jowl, which is like the cheek, which mm -hmm. is the most richest part of the pig, I think. That was pretty good. Yeah, so. We should do that sometime. Just cook a whole hog. Yeah, just, cook, just dig like a six-foot pit. Yeah. Out, out back in our apartment complex. And roast the whole pig over just it. on the front lawn. Let's just do it. See what they say. <laughs> what are they going to do? We should get costumes and everything. Just like sit out there watching the whole time and see the what people come up with a little golf cart and just be like, hey, how you doing? Costumes with the hoods that completely cover our face and we're standing totally still just watching the pig <laughs> rotate over a flame. How do they – do they make machines that do that now? Like did they – or do they have to rotate it like back in the old times? Because obviously this is not the first – like we, we didn't do that in the 21st century. No. Whenever, I assume that whenever they were first doing this, 
before the wheel was ever invented, they were rotating it by hand. Right. But I assume once the wheel got invented and or like a like a axle pulley system, you you could rig something up, you know, centuries ago that would rotate on its own very slowly. Mm. Um, but definitely it was definitely it was a rotation by hand thing before that. Or or they just didn't rotate it continuously and they just kind of like cooked the bottom until it was enough, flipped it on its little axle and then just cooked the rest of it. So they only had to turn it once. No. That'd be my guess because I, I would not. I, pig. I would not want to be the guy sitting there for hours <sighs> rotating it, even if yeah. you were doing it in shifts. I mean, like, like what a boring day. It's like hundreds of pounds, and it's it is a day too. You're smoking the whole hog. Yeah. I don't want to smoke pig. I also do. That sounds so good. You want to just end this super early? And yeah, let's, smoke let's a call pig? it, dude. Screw screw the rest of the podcast. Um, man, that was a really fun intro. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I um. I'm going to go completely off track here, and I just want to take a moment to mourn um, the University of Florida football team and its season. Mm. Wow. We're rest going in, dark. Rest in peace. Uh, I mean, we always knew it was going to be a rebuilding year, obviously. Um, Every year is a rebuilding year for Florida, isn't it, Kyle? No, no, no. The last three years have been really good. And this year, at the beginning of the year, I was very confident, but that was just so that the people around me would also feel confident, even though I knew right. – for sure, definitely, that it was going to, you know, not be so good. Right. Absolutely. I 100% agree. Uh, I'm so sad. I'm sorry they couldn't get the sports ball doing the thing. I, it was going to be It was gonna be so good. It I was know. so bad. I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just sad. And I'm, I'm still getting over it. Especially with this being my last year here at UF, I really wanted it to be a good season. Mm. And it was going to be. That's kind of sucky. We lost Alabama by two points just because of extra points. We were like, I was still confident after the game. I was like, that was such a good Bama game. And then we, and then we lost to LSU, and then we lost to Kentucky and South Carolina, and we almost lost to Samford yesterday. That was egregious. My game was 70-52. to 52. What in the world? Yeah. That's not football. That's like golf. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> you, just, you just can't get the ball in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, se- 70 is not a a totally unheard of stroke count, but 70 over par would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's get into what we think we're going to talk about for the rest of the episode. Let's. Um, so uh, something that has perturbed me in the last couple of years since I've become like a really full adult mm-hmm. has been – the memories I have of my childhood. Right. Like, I've often, I mean, not often, I've heard that, like, your memory is not as reliable as you think it is. And I, I don't remember if it's something I made up or something that I actually read somewhere online, which, you know, could be any number of things. But I remember, like, studying that your memory is so bad. Like, they did a study on a group of people. And they had tried to recall like an event that happened, and they all recalled it like differently, like like within. I don't remember exactly how it went, but I think this is uh, my my uh, what's it called? Uh, Spark notes of the whole thing. So they all had the same event happen, and then like a year later or a couple of years later, they uh, <coughs> asked people to detail the events that happened. And they all came up with different things that like were were totally abstract that that were nowhere near. So what I've happened? got I've got this this experiment from 2002, oh. where um, this woman at the University of Warwick showed people a photograph of themselves as a child in hot in a hot air balloon basket as evidence, quote unquote, that they had been on a hot air balloon flight, and the photos had been doctored in computer graphic software. They'd never been on this flight. And about half of the participants on being shown that photo said they remembered the flight, <clears throat> even though they had never been on a hot air balloon huh. ever in their life. So that's kind of like this false memory and or selective memory, depending on, you know, what definition makes more sense to you, I guess. But, I mean, you could, I mean, you could falsify some, like, an evidence for someone's memory and very easily convince them that it happened and then create a memory that doesn't really exist, which yeah. is because I, I like like Tom Segura talks about this in terms of words that doesn't even make it a memory. It's just a false 
story that they think is theirs, but I guess it's a false memory because it's not a real memory. Right. It's but, not even but a memory. Even, but even even the quote real memory is like, well, is it real? Just because like my my mind's not like a computer. Like it, it, it's not perfect. It doesn't keep a perfect record. Record we know that. So like, is any memory a perfect quote unquote memory? Like no. And I think, I think there were some studies as well that said, wh- when you remember something, you're remembering the last time you remembered it. That's so crazy. So the last time you remembered an event the certain way, the next time you remember it, you're gonna remember it the way that you remembered it last time. So if your very first remembrance of it isn't, you know, the perfect scenario, which it won't be, then every subsequent memory after it that you have is just going to be the last time that you are reminiscing on it. Like, I wonder how many stories I have that are just completely fabricated and not what happened. Right. I remembered it wrong. You know what I mean? Like, and that's I mean, that's where so many arguments stem from, too, because like like even us will be like this never happened. And you say, yes, it did. And I said, no, it didn't. like we could be talking about something years ago and we could remember the same day that we're talking about. Yeah. And not not in the terms of like you remember an event and I don't remember this event at all. But like we're talking about a specific day and a specific event or something that we definitely both remember being at. And then you'd be like, this happened. Like I I threw ketchup into your eyes. I'd be like, I don't remember that at all, but it might have totally happened. <clears throat> I don't know. I can never know. And then like there's these things that I know happened. But they're so extraneous. I'm like, I could have made that up. Right. Like throwing ketchup on your brother with Goldie and Jordan. Yeah. Like that, that's something that forever will stick out in my memory <laughs> as one of the funniest things ever. But I really like it could have never happened. I could have completely fabricated that story, even though there's three people, at least four, who would definitely remember it happening. Right. I could have fabricated it, told them, hey, you remember this? And they could all be like, yeah, I remember that. And then – it's completely fabricated. How is that like? How have we gotten this far with that? With like, with our memory being so fickle as it is? Because think about like prehistoric humans. They're like, will they remember like their lives? Are they more <clears throat> mundane or, or or less mundane than ours? Like, I don't know. Because I think about school. Mm-hmm. Every day of school is like almost exactly the same. But there are a few like little like memories I have from like different ages. The the one I remember the least is middle school. Like really? I, I barely remember my middle school teachers. I barely remember their names. Um, and like it's it's it strikes me because I, I I've been back to Shore River like a couple times since you know right since uh leaving there. And I'm like I remember like walking. I was here every single day for three years. Mm-hmm. And there's so much I don't remember. Why is it like that? Why can't I just go mm, and just remember? <laughs> it's so weird. I, it's also weird how different people's abilities to remember different things are. Mm-hmm. Like, my memory is usually really, really good. Like, if someone mentions, like, especially if if it comes to like hanging out with some of my friends or something. Like, they can mention something on some arbitrary day that we were just hanging out and nothing crazy happened. But I'll remember most of that day, even if it was, like, two, three years ago. Or, like, same thing with middle school and high school. Not most of middle school, maybe, like, half of one year. But most of high school, I could probably still tell you what order I had what classes in from freshman to senior year. I might be able to do that for one year of high school. And I don't know why I can remember those things. And I wish that I couldn't because the brain only has so much space. Right. And I want to forget all the useless things. Like, how do I purge my brain of the garbage that right. I don't want that's there? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an exercise, mm-hmm. a memory exercise. Now, I want you to pick a year of high school. I'm going to try to remember – my classes in order. Now, there's no way I can definitely prove right right now, like without like doing some actual like digging, you know, through my stuff. Um, but I will do my best to remember the year, the classes I had in order of of, of whatever year you choose. Uh, sophomore year. Let's sophomore go sophomore year. year. Okay, <clears throat> this one is going to be easy, I think. Okay. I do not remember my first period class. Uh, I remember mine. I think second period, sophomore year. 
That wasn't Lester. No, it was Kimbro. Kimbro was in the morning. Okay. Male Kimbro. Male Kimbro. Because I had female Kimbro ninth grade year. Right. So see, like, I'm already having to like, yeah, go back and be like, okay, what did I have ninth grade? I remember my first was my aerospace engineering class. So maybe I had Kimbro first period. Okay, Kimbro's first, and then I'm walking. I, I have to walk to second period. I wasn't in chorus yet, so I it, it couldn't. Right. So it wasn't then. Mine um, was algebra two. I think my my algebra two honors was maybe welding. Sophomore. Was I, did I do welding in my second? I forgot you did welding in high school. Yeah, in my first two years. We weren't super close freshman and or the beginning of sophomore year. Wasn't sophomore year when we started having lunch every day together? Yes, but it wasn't the beginning of sophomore year. And I don't remember you being in welding sophomore year. I do not remember that at all. Dude, this is driving me crazy. I think you were in welding freshman year. For the, I mean, for those of you who definitely didn't go to high school with this, I don't, I don't know if this bores you. I don't care, but this is so odd to try and remember these things. I challenge you to do it yourself. I mean, yeah, especially if you're not like, like if you're currently in high school or if you if you like try to remember like more than five years in the past, and I guarantee you, there's gonna be something that you don't remember. Like, there's I, gonna be so much that you don't like. I have random, like from preschool. I have random five second blurb memories of a million things from preschool and from like second grade. I can remember such like I remember the first time my my friend Kyler Young he had just he had just moved. Uh, to our town uh, in second grade. I remember very vividly watching him walk through the door and being like, that dude's probably really mean. And I remember that scene exactly. He just looked at me when he walked in. He's a su- like one of the sweetest guys I ever knew. But I just remember looking at him thinking he was super mean. Or like, I think it was third grade. My friend Dakota walked in and I grabbed his arm and I said, sit down next to me. And then a teacher said, don't do that. And I said, okay. Or it was some version of she got onto me for pulling him down to sit next to me. Mm-hmm. And I remember that scene very vividly. All the garbage things that don't matter, I remember. I'm, I'm desperately trying to think. Okay, so it's 10th grade. It's 10th grade. You had Myers for 5th period. For 5th period, yes. I okay, had Myers so then I had Cheney. Period. I had Cheney for right. 10th grade. Okay, so Biology. are you going to try and work backwards or forwards from I'm, that? I'm working backwards. Okay. So 5th period, I have 1st period. Kimbrough is 1st. Kimbrough was my 3rd. Second period. Who is second period? <sighs> okay, I had to have a history, right? Right. And and I have my science. What else did I have to have? Language arts. Language arts. That would have been Kimbro. Okay, Kimbro's my first. Okay, gotcha. Kimbro's my first. What else did I need to have? Math. Math. Okay, math. S- sophomore year. <laughs> so- I- I'm trying so hard to remember. <laughs> okay, sophomore year. It's just funny watching it happen. Um, my math teacher. Ooh, who was it? Miss Two was think. seventh grade year. Eighth grade year was uh, Chalupka. Was that her name? Chalupka from uh, uh, I think that was her name. I didn't have her, but I'm pretty sure that was her name. Uh, Did you have Miss Fortune? I had Spanish. Oh. Spanish in 10th yeah, yeah, grade yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Spanish was what? So maybe that was second period. Okay. Did you have Miss? I had Prada. Prada. Okay. okay. So Prada was second period. Was and I had theater at some point. Was theater like like theater would have been like the end of the day, I, six I think, or seven. I think six or seven. But math, who I had for math? Oh my god! I was could it, not tell you who you Bufkin, would have had for math. Because Buffkin was was freshman year and and junior year. I had Buffkin. Okay. I don't even think I had a math class. My, that's why, it's such a useless teacher. It was um, it was a useless, like stupid teacher. And like I, I was math? In, I was in stupid math. I think. Or I was I in trigonometry. I don't remember who taught stupid math. I don't remember her name. I know. I think Miss Fortune taught one of the trig classes. I was not Miss Fortune's class. Um, no what, what was her there name? There was – oh, the woman that I had Algebra 2 with might have been teaching you, but I don't remember her name. I just know I had Algebra 2 <laughs> oh, with I, I, Matthew. I, I didn't have Algebra 2. I only had – I had – well, no, I had to have a math class senior year, so – what I, was her name? I, I remember her face. I think she was my 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 final uh, teacher. Wait, did I? I had trig. Do you remember trig teachers? No, because I did pre cal. Oh, this is gonna kill me. I don't remember who I taught ma- who taught me math. This is so bizarre. It's so weird. Like, I would have said her name a million times. Yeah, a million times. I can't even remember her face. But like the teachers that had a somewhat of an impact on me and or that I made fun of a lot, I remember their names. Okay. Hold on. 
or that I just liked his teachers in general. I had Mr. Walker at some point. Was that junior year? I don't know. I never had Econ- Mr. Walker. I don't even Econ- know what he taught. Economics. Oh, and- I had um. Uh, the uh, well, I had two, and then she left. Or I had someone, and then she left, and then we got Killian. It's Killian. That was her name. Okay, couldn't remember it. And then my histories. I had European history freshman year. Right. I had U.S. history at some point, with half of it being Walker and half of it being a teacher who left in the middle of the year. Oh, that's the one that I had that left because I had two, and she left in the middle of a push, and then we got Killian. Yes. She was actually my just a regular economics teacher. And I she had, was great at it. And I had that guy. He's bald. Country. Country. Coach Country. Love that guy. Great guy. Country. I had him at some point as well. So that's three years. I don't think I did history all four years. I didn't either. I didn't my freshman year, and then I had to take two my senior year so I could mm. graduate with honors. I had to take a really dumb history class my senior year with a bunch of freshmen. It sucked. <laughs> it really sucked. I don't remember if sophomore year was a history year or not. I definitely – I didn't really take a push sophomore year. No, I took a push junior year. Yeah, so junior year. Yeah. And then senior year, I took some kind of history class with country. That makes sense. I mean, you would have had Gov for half the year and Gov. then Econ for the other half because they sense. were semester classes. Well, Econ I took junior year because I had Walker. And then I came back to Walker's class the next year. So maybe Walker was sophomore year. It, guys, I know this is literally so boring, but I, I, I cannot figure this out. Well, okay, no, wait, hold on. What did you have Walker for? I had him – because econ again is a half semester is a one semester class, not the full year. So maybe I took it in junior year, econ and country. That's that's you can only do that senior year. You can't take really? econ and gov at least at our high school until your senior year. Because I remember having Walker before and then coming back, and he taught me the second half of a push or something. I I remember that. Then he would have taught your second half of a push junior year, and then you came back to him in, for econ for econ in your senior year. Maybe in one of the two semesters of senior year. That makes sense. Okay. Um, I remember the nuances of how the classes had to happen. I just right. don't remember what all I took. Okay. I, 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 that's not true. I remember most of what I took, just some of the teachers' names. I cannot remember who taught me algebra 2. I cannot remember her name. This is insane. I'm telling you, memory is so fickle. You know what I do remember about that class, though? There was a closet at the back right, and the key to my house fit the closet for some reason. Don't know why, but I could open her closet with my house key. Jesus. I remember that. Okay. First period's Kimbrough. I think second period is Parada. I think that's right. Spanish 2 was in Parada's class. Third would have been homeroom also, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to go back to that class for homeroom. I can't remember that teacher's <clears throat> name. I think it was a science teacher. Wait, what years did I take Spanish? Because one of my years, first period, was Spanish. was Spanish 1. I think that had to have been freshman year. That I took Spanish one mm-hmm. as first period because, like I said, I know sophomore year first period was my aerospace engineering class because I remember I had my digital watch that I would set, and the second the bell rang for seven o'clock, I would set it to exactly seven o'clock, so that way I could look at my watch, and the second my watch hit seven fifty-five, I knew that the bell was going to ring because the bell was on just a timer, like it wasn't. I don't know why when I was younger I thought someone was manually hitting the bell. That's what I always thought. And then I remember figuring out, I was like, oh, it's just a timer thing. So this will be exactly on time. Right. And I remember doing that every single morning in aerospace. When the seven, so I know that sophomore year, I had aerospace engineering in first period. I think I made a discovery. Yeah, this has to be right. I had welding for the first half of sophomore year. Okay. And in the second half, I had driver's ed with Coach Weems. Was driver's ed a half-year class? Yes, it was. It was only a half semester. So I had to pick a class that I wanted to give a half semester. Right. Then a full year went by before I could drive because of family issues with the car right. and all that stuff. And I didn't drive till my senior year. But I definitely – it was a full year. Right. So I could – because I had – I got my permit at the end of that thing. And then I, a full – is it six months after you get your permit you can get your license or is it a year? It's a year. So then, yeah, that makes sense. And I waited even longer because of the stupid car issues. I didn't even drive. When like, did? I drive. They recommend you get 52 hours of driving. Right. And then like the last 20 of it should be – or 20 of it after a certain amount of time has to be at night. Right. I literally probably drove an hour 
That's why you're such a bad driver. And really? <laughs> really? Have I talked about my driver's ed? I don't think so. Okay. So literally this conversation is going nowhere because I can't remember anything. So I'm just going to talk about my driver's ed experience because holy crap, that class was a freaking uh, a fever dream. That class was so crazy. I, I can't describe. Okay. Let me, talk, let me start from the top. So I come into this class in a new semester of high school. High school is not divided by semesters. It's divided by years. So a lot of classes are four year. You get to know your teacher for a full year, but it was weird going into the second half of the year with a new teacher and a class. It's all the way out in like the furthest part of the high school. You walk all the way out there, and the first half of the semester is all writing stuff about driver's ed, which is the most boring, monotonous stuff that you like. Is it's it is so bad? It's mono- you took political streams too, right? Yeah. So it's monotonous. It's boring. Yada yada yada. Then the second half of the course is actual driving practice. So there's a car out there, and there's like this big black lot, and you do like little driving exercises. Well, <laughs> everybody really didn't like Coach Weems. <laughs> he was kind of, como se dice, the worst. The worst. So this guy, he's probably like six foot two, wouldn't you say? He's 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 uh he's tall. Rather know. tall. At least. Five inches of his height is his forehead. <laughs> his big old four. Okay. This guy's got a a freaking nine head. It's like, it so is, like when, when people say there was there a trend on TikTok for a while where people would like pull back the head and be like, yeah. oh my hair hasn't started. Oh my hair hasn't started. If if we started that TikTok of Coach Weems at the beginning of this episode, we'd still be watching it. We'd still be because watching there's it. There's so much forehead he's and got, yes he has hair this isn't a bald joke that it never no. it's literally it's he's got hair he's got hair and it defies the laws of forehead it's insane it, it's anyways so this, not his fault but good lord it's insane it's insane this guy is very very abrasive he's very loud he's doesn't take any tomfoolery he's so like like any any He's a coach. I think he used to coach football. Is that right? I think so. But he you, no longer does. You know what? He is the first person to ever have made me realize about a certain cliche that people always said. Was that like a person's personality is a big part of their attractiveness, right? Right. Like I've known people that have, you know, larger than normal foreheads that I love as people and I do not notice their forehead. Exactly. But Coach Weems was the worst and that made his forehead 19 times bigger. <laughs> And I realized because of that class that personality really was like such like I, I mean I was old enough in high school to like know that it was true, but it was the first time I'd realized it firsthand yeah. that I was like, dang, personality is a huge factor in how ugly you are to me. So this really tall, ugly man taught, taught me how to, <laughs> taught me how to drive. So. During driving days, you really can only drive one person at a time. You can't have multiple cars in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the second half of the semester was either you did homework during the time. You so the, the you black, tried to. Yeah. The blacktop uh, was out, out past the school, and there was like – there was a couple of tables. So there was a, a picnic table, picnic table, picnic table, and then there was a set of bleachers. Bunch of bleachers. Bunch of bleachers over to the side. And there was cliques that would sit at these, table, at mm-hmm. these tables and bleachers. So – <laughs> Me and my friend Zach Stika would yeah. pick the would pick the middle uh, picnic table. There was another picnic table, then there was the bleachers, which is where most of the class sat, mm-hmm. and then there was the cool kids table, uh, directly adjacent to us. Now, me and Zach did not talk to the cool kids table. We would normally talk about theater, and we would play uh, Jim Gaffigan uh, uh, set pieces, like, like bits on our phone. We would just play that and just like literally like lay like this on the on the. Uh, just elbow on the on table, the, kind of covering the fact that your phone is out yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and we would just laugh and chuckle and do that kind of stuff like that. And Coach Weems would be out there with someone driving, and he'd be walking next to their car. Of course, you're not driving like more than 10 miles an hour unless you're doing a quick stop. But he would be like two feet from the, the car with the window rolled down on the car, and he would have a bullhorn. Mm-hmm. And he would scream into the bullhorn like, Turn! Turn right now. You better stop. <laughs> But make a fool and complete stop. Hey, that was cool. Stop. Make a, hey, hey, don't make me come out there. And, and he would say the most in- asinine phrases of all and, time. And he'd lean in the window if he didn't fully stop. And he'd lean in and be like, did that look like a full stop to you? That looked like a 
I don't think. Dude, that oh, looked like a, I can't do that. I feel like you stopped all the way. I feel like I, I haven't done my Coach Beams impression in so long. <laughs> it's gone. It's gotten so I bad. I haven't even thought about him in so long. Dude, that that man poisoned my mind. Like <laughs> he's been in my mind for, I mean, six, seven years now since mm-hmm. sophomore year. So he would say the most weirdest stuff, and like so. Whenever he would he would do alphabetically, so me and Zach Stika are like next to each other in the list. So the day before I would drive, Zach Stika would get up and drive. He would go out and he'd go Zach Stika, and Zach would get up. I said, "All right, Zach, see you later." And Coach Williams would be like, "Ah ah 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 ah! <laughs> Elvis has left the building. This is literally <laughs> something he would say. Elvis has <laughs> left the building. Do not be alarmed. Do not <laughs> like he would just." I don't know why he would, and then like he thought he was so funny. If if we would like be like loud or like laugh really loud, he would turn around and be like, "Y'all are like sheep jumping off a cliff. Now stop it!" <laughs> like I don't know. So, um, my driver's test. Um, he pulled me aside one day after class and was like, "Hey, so your driving is actually mediocre. So I can give you a chance to take your driver's test, and in a year, all you have to do." Walk into the DMV, give them your information, and they'll just give you your license. You don't have to take a test that day. Pass your test. I'm like, great. I can do that. So during class, this is at the end of the semester, he gives me my driving test. And, you know, I'm doing the stuff, do the quick stop, and he says, stop the car. Or, stop the car. Uh, stop the car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I walk up, he walks up to the car, and he says, something's wrong with the car. And I go, Oh, well, the, the park brake's up, and I put the park brake down. And he said, you just failed your test. <laughs> and I said, what? And he said, well, there's a few things in red on this list that you can't do at all. And you automatically fail your test. And one of those things was having the park brake up and going more than 10 feet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Crosses it out, says you failed your test. But I can give you a retick. It's a weird thing. I can give you a retick. I said, okay, cool. He said, come by after school, and I'll give you a retick. I'm like, great. I, I was out there when the retake happened. During one of them, yes. During one of the retakes, you were – Again, keyword, one of the retakes, right. you were out there. Right. So me and you were going after school, whatever, and I go out to the to field, again, along with Coach Williams this time. There's no class. It's just me and him. So he still has the bullhorn, <laughs> and we're going through the test. It's the last stop of the test. You go to, you go to stop, full complete stop, look left and right, and then you drive forward, and that's the end of your test. Right. So I'm coming around, and I'm like, I'm doing so good, so great. And I get to that stop sign, and I stop. Again, I would go into court saying that I made a full and complete stop. <laughs> and then I release the brake, and he says, start the car. And uh, I, hold on. Start the car. <laughs> I roll down the window, and he says, you just failed your test. And I'm like, Why did I, what did I do? And he said, you didn't make a full and complete stop. And I was like, the car has to roll back. You know, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he insisted that I didn't make a full and complete stop. I was like, you – you asshole. Like, I made it. I, I did that. He said, okay, I can give you one more remake because the first one was weird. I can give you another remake. You got to come back. And this is literally the last day of school. Right. So my mom is like, well, we got to make you pass your driver's test. So she took me around literally all day. And all we did was drive. I I made like 20 different stop signs. I full and complete stop in this big truck that we had. And it went, oh, yeah. with, the, with the big stop. Like, oh. Yeah. So she, And then we go back to the school. It's after school again, after all the finals. It's literally the last thing I did my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And I walk out there, and I'm like, I've got this. I'm so, I'm so pumped. And Coach Weems is out there on his own time, so he's already mad. And I do the whole test. And again, I, I want to say this. I made a full and complete stop on that <laughs> test. And he's still the very last one. He said, "Stop the car." I said, "Nope, I'm not stopping." He said, "Stop the car, Mr. Smith." And I said, "No, I, 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 I," and I was, I was like, boiling. My, my blood was boiling. I was like, how do you not see that I made a full and complete stop at that stop sign? I now I have to do the whole test again in a year. <laughs> and he was like, "I don't know what to tell you, Mr. Smith. You just got you, you did the test wrong again." So, long story short. I waited a full year and a half so I can take my driver's test again because we had given our car to a missionary so they can use it while they were here. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have an extra car for me to drive. So I, I went probably like six months without driving again, and then a full year, like, I drove maybe like an hour, and then my driver's test came along. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the driver's test, and like I did so many things wrong. Like I, uh, We got in the car. Of course, I'm driving the truck, so I, it's such a big, clunky – weird car and um we we give it um 
we go down. It's actually in like real suburban area. So like you go down, you do the stop sign, um, K turn, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, you you do like the the three point turn. Three point. Mm-hmm. I did like a nine point turn, <laughs> but the rule is you can't touch the grass. I didn't touch the grass. So All right, good. So I go, I keep going. Wow, I, I turn my left thing on, turn right at some point. Um, a quick stop, right? Quick stop is going uh-huh. zero like, to fifteen, and then you yeah. stop. I did zero to thirty, <laughs> <laughs> and this slammed on the brakes. Of course, the trucks were whoa, whoa. <laughs> and the lady's like, "All right, you know, whatever." <laughs> uh, good stop, yeah, good stop. So then I go back to the driving range or the DMV, which is the only spot where you can actually see the test from like the inside. So my sister, and my mom, mm-hmm. looking at me, and they tell me to uh, do the parking. My mom told me that day she she couldn't even do that that parking like, like parallel no, parking. I think it was maybe, maybe I don't remember what it was, but I I did it successfully. I, I parked and she was like, "That was so impressive." Me and Hannah were literally like cheering for you. <laughs> Again, I haven't driven in like a year. I'm so nervous. And then she's like, "So she asked me the questions in the car. She's like, "Well, you're doing really good, blah blah blah. You know, how would you do this?" And I showed her uh, parking on a hill. Like which way do you? And I turned the car wheel mm-hmm. as I did it. I didn't realize my wheels were turned. And when I backed out of the spot to finish the rest of the test, I knocked one of the cones over. Uh, Mom and sister were like, oh. And I was like, well, that's my test. <laughs> Went inside. My mom was like, it's okay, Jake. You know, we'll come back another time. And I'm, I'm literally like, I'm about to go into my senior year. I really want to drive. And, you know, I, I was just like, oh. I was so distraught. I was so messed up. And we go down and we sit down. With the person, the driver, or the, the instructor. And she's like, well, Jacob, you passed your test. And I was like, I, I must have misheard that. There's literally no way I passed this test. She's like, so we normally, you know, uh, give people automatic, you know, failure if they knock over the cones. But since you were answering the question, you know, we're just going to go ahead and give you a pass. And I was like, there's no, my mom was like, Jake, you passed. And I was like, oh. I, like, once she said I passed, my mind just went, Choo. And I, I was like, there's just no way. I, I have to be dreaming. There's no way. I just heard that. And someone who was in Chanticleer at the time that I, uh, that I knew from class, they, they, they failed your test for something way stupider than me knocking over a cone. Really? And going 15, like going 30 miles an hour for the quick stop. It was so crazy. I, I literally shouldn't be driving. I should, you really should. I shouldn't be driving. Random detail. Do you remember also the fact, the one the time that I was out there for one of the retakes, that um, there was like a drive-by on the neighborhood over while we were out there. Do you remember this? Because this is one of those memory things we're going to talk about. Because we heard gunshots while we were out there doing the retake, or while you were doing your retake. I don't remember why I was out there. I think I was having to do my exam at like after school at some point because they ran out of time during class. And we heard gunshots, like a neighborhood two over, like right behind the school. And then the news came out like, you know, the next day or whatever, that there had been a drive by in that neighborhood at that time. I think you're testing me. The d- I'm not testing yes, you. you. Are. I'm not testing you, Jacob. This okay. is a real thing that happened because I was there sitting next to my, I think my friend Nathan, uh, Nathan was next to me, Nathan Smith, uh, the short, the, the yeah, short Yeah, I remember kid. him. But he, yeah. He I, wasn't at our high school for very long, was he? He didn't graduate with us. No, he didn't graduate with us. He moved at some point, but I think he was out there with, it was him or some, I don't remember who else was out there with me. I just vividly remember him for some reason, but I swear to you that that happened. And we didn't know they were gunshots. We kind of just assumed a car backfired or something, but we heard it and we were like, oh, dang, that was, you know, that sounded kind of scary. And then it turns out it was kind of scary. And we just didn't know that because then like police had shown up like driving to the neighborhood like Mm. 10 minutes later. And we were like, oh, maybe it is what we thought it was. And then it was what we thought it was. And we were like, dang. We were right here for it. All right. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember that. I think you're gaslighting me. I'm not gaslighting to- you. I, I, I thought it was coming somewhere in the story, and it never did. And I was like, that makes sense. It's more about his driving. But I want to draw attention to the fact that's a thing that happened that has always stuck with me. I don't know. I think you were there because it was a Wednesday. And I was like, hey, my mom won't be able to come pick me up. Do you want to just take me to church? I, th- I, I think I do remember having to take my test after school, though, because oh, we really? ran out of time during my class period. Mm. Um, oh, can we also talk about the fact that in driver's ed, every single day in the second half of the semester, when you went out of the field, you lined up in a line in alphabetical order with your license or per- with your permit out 
that you had to have there and he just he made you come up and line up and it was always so weird for me for some reason mm. like it just like it felt like he was herding us like sheep maybe that's why he kept calling the sheep he saw us as sheep he thought Coach we sounded like sheep he saw us as sheep and then he made us show him our, our id and if you didn't have your permit you weren't doing your test should we should we name our gravy boat Coach Weems? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I don't, honestly don't. I don't know if I want to think about him again past this past this point in time. Anyway, I, I, this is meant to be just a really nebulous episode, just kind of a you know a hoopla. But I, I do think it's it's really scary that our memory can't be trusted most of the times. Yeah, I especially because we know each other for so long. We were both there for a lot of events, and we both look at it differently. Yeah, that's bizarre and crazy. I want to be able to purge my brain of the garbage, like I said. Like, how come? When an exam comes up, I can't just purge my brain of everything that isn't the basics of survival and the things that are going to be on this exam. Take the exam and then bring the memories back in. Why can't I do that? Everyone could yeah. do anyone could do anything they wanted if that were a thing. That's got there's got to be a way to make that happen. I don't think there ever will be a way to make that happen. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I do not think there will ever be a way to make that happen. I think, of, I think of like Dumbledore taking the the memories out of his brain yeah. and putting them in the Ponceve. That's what I want. I want a, I want a Ponceve so I can look at the memory and know that it's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, that'd be great. Unless it's been altered by somebody else through you know other magical means. But this is not a Harry Potter magical lore episode. This is a memory episode. I think they sell those on Amazon, don't they? Ponceves. Not working ones. <laughs> <laughs> not actual ones. Not functional Ponceves. I'll I'll get a fake one and I'll act like it <laughs> and I'll see if that helps me somehow. Yeah. I wonder if there look up if there's ways to help your memory or help like like tricks to help your memory. Right. Uh tricks to helping memory. Eat carrots. Um carrots help your eyesight, dingus. No, the memory. <laughs> um here's uh trick tip number 1. Try to understand the information first. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. I, I'm um, so great at that. Step two is link it. I don't know what that means. Are you on WikiHow? No, this is just the first thing that pops up on Google. When you when you oh. type tricks to helping memory, the first thing that pops up, which comes from a website, which is learningcenter.unc.edu. Okay. The second thing is link it. Great. So you just got to add I, a link. Which I assume expands upon it, but I'm not going to read it because nope. I like that more. Sleep on it. <sighs> Self-test. But that's not you can't no no you can't self test I, you can't self test because you you're the problem you cannot rely on your own memory you're the problem you can't self test you, like there's got to be tricks like like drinking orange juice or drink or like you know uh, taking a walk every day and then recalling the events of that day all right let's um okay let's see link it I'm gonna uh, connect the information you're trying to memorize to some, oh to something you already I don't care about this I don't want memorizing I want to be able to remember my childhood <laughs> how does that help helping Long term. There we go. Out. There we go, Kyle. Now we're cooking with grace. Methods for improving your memory. Uh, avoid cramming structure and organize. Utilize mnemonic. I don't want mnemonic devices to remember what I used to eat for breakfast when I was a kid. 13 simple memory tricks to help you remember anything easily. Ah. Okay. I, mean, uh, I shouldn't say ah, but the first thing that <laughs> popped up definitely wasn't like, ah, uh, you're trying to remember a vocab word. But it says, clench your right hand when learning, then your left hand to remember. So maybe just the second portion, clench your left hand to remember. Let me try it. All right. Figure out what that math teacher's name was. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> the thing is, I remember the Man. face of my senior year one, and I remember Buffkin was junior and sophomore. But I yes. cannot I'm a junior and freshman. It's got to be a miss. <laughs> Who was it? I got nothing. I literally. I have nothing. I need to. Okay. Before, this is going to kill me that I can't remember her name. I'm going to take off my headset. I'm going to go grab my yearbook because I have a couple. And I'm just going to look up my math teachers. Or look up teachers in general and just see if I can find the one that I had. Maybe they, they were still there when I was a junior and senior. All right. I'm just going to look at the faculty and staff on the Crestview uh, High School website. Oh, that helps too. I don't know if she's still there. She's still That's there. That's true. She might it's been be five there. years. Yeah. Your I connection got... is not private. The, I'm going to CrestviewBulldogs.org. I don't care if my connection is private. What hello? What what is this? What is this garbage? Okay. Uh 
Okay, Jake is gonna go get his yearbook, so I'm just gonna look through all this. Brent, how, there's no way that these are the Crestview High School teachers. I don't recognize any of these names. Is this you? No, 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 no. That was a dumb question. Um, oh God, Nick, I don't. I really don't remember. This is gonna kill me. I'm seeing some of these names, and I'm like, yes, these are the names I remembered having. But what is her name? No, there's no... I don't think she's here. Oh, okay. Why don't you have a picture? I don't think that's her. Who is Miss Richards? Who is that? I don't... I just didn't know if that was going to joggle anything in your memory because it didn't in mine. I'm going to... Yeah, it should be at the beginning of the yearbook normally is where the faculty pictures are. Um, that I remember as well. There's also a table of contents in some of the yearbooks. Okay, but there's a few table of contents as well. Let me look. It's at the very back. Well, I don't, I don't remember when they started adding them. What year are you looking at? Yeah, it's right there. With all the, yeah, the letters and the, well, then, the whatnot. Will, will math help? I don't think so. The table of contents, I think, is just people. Okay. Um... Is yeah, is the is the is the whole section of the teachers not at the okay, it's in the middle, I guess. There you go. Okay. I'm, I'm literally feel like I'm discovering <laughs> like what yearbook are you looking at? Tenth grade? 2016 or that, 2015. That's our senior year yearbook. No, twenty sixteen is. I, I, I had junior and senior year. And I just I saw the senior year one. Oh. I thought that was the fifteen to sixteen school year one. No. Twenty fourteen to twenty fifteen. Okay. okay. Here we go. I'm just looking at names, right? So that I can just or, or faces, because I I remember some of these people now. Barlow. That is a dusty book. It's very dusty. All my yearbooks are back at back at home. Really? Yeah. All right. There's Cheney. I didn't have Miss Cash. Crawford. Gosh. So Donna Fro came back my my junior year. I forgot about her. She was. She, I had her in eighth grade. Done. Eglin was still there. That's so weird. All right. I love Mr. All right. Love that guy. Uh, Had engineering six period, I think, sophomore year. Okay. Is wait, that right? I don't wait, know. wait, 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 wait. Sorry if you can hear that fan. That is my computer <laughs> charging. Uh, I think it was Miss Gray. It works real hard. Well, that's definitely not who I had for Algebra 2. I think it was Miss Gray. I think she was so irrelevant. <laughs> that's how can I yes. can I, that's how I feel about my algebra. Look at Miss Gray. See if you recognize that woman. Uh I have no idea who that woman is. Okay, I I'm, think she taught me math. There's no way that she taught you there's no shot. I'm pretty sure the reason I why I think she was on the janitorial squad. No. The reason why I think she taught me math is because I I definitely remember having her as a as a as a class and I think I, I had that class with Krista uh, Johnson and LaKayla, and I had it with um, somebody else, too, that was very, like, very – oh, Alexis Taylor. Mm, and then mm -hmm. next year, we did Shannon Clear together. Oh, gotcha. And I think we had it, like, seventh period, her math class, and it was awful. It's so bad because I went from honors algebra in freshman year, and then I went, like, down to, like, whatever remedial math or whatever I had that sophomore year. And then I went back to honors, either Algebra 2 or Trig with, with Bufkin. And then senior year, I had Miss Parker, which is also on that same page. Uh, also a terrible math teacher. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. The lady that taught me Algebra 2 is not in this yearbook. Great. She must have left after sophomore year. That's so She's insane. not here. Ugh. She's not here. Yeah. I had Why isn't she here? Yeah, I had to go through and, like – piece together stuff. Also, wait, wait. What year did I have Miss Porter? Because I have Miss Porter. I don't even know who that is. She's, she's like the computer class teacher. I must have had her junior junior year. I don't remember yeah. who I had senior year. It's just so... I, I, I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> Am I remembering a substitute teacher that I had one time? Maybe. Because I, liter I literally only remember one day of Algebra 2. Like, I remember mm -hmm. all the content, obviously. 
But I, I only remember one specific day when she had, like, broken us up into groups and we were doing, like, Algebra 2 challenges. Due process of elimination. Who was your freshman year? Freshman year, I had Sanders for geometry. Great. And then junior year, I had Fortune for uh, pre-cal. I thought Fortune was uh, freaking Spanish. No, no. Miss Fortune was pre-cal and she was awful. Okay. And then I had uh, Sorensen for calc for, for my senior, senior year. year. Yeah. Okay. I know I know who I had those years. Um What am I? Is she There's no way. Yeah, no. I think she's just not here and that she didn't uh, did she leave? Did, uh, I feel like she either got married or pregnant. Towards the end of sophomore year, mm. I, th- I I feel like I vague I vivid vaguely remember that now that I'm saying she's not here, but she would still be in the yearbook. No, because this is the junior one, so she might not oh, have right, taught right, it right. all junior year. That makes sense. Um, this I me crazy. I think that's what happened. I cannot believe I don't remember who taught me. I cannot believe I don't remember her name. Do you remember before we started recording and I said we should make the most boring episode? In, in, <laughs> and in I was honor, like, no, I don't want to do that. In honor of making all 31 great banger episodes, we unintentionally made the most boring episodes. Yeah, sorry, so guys. Like, what is, what's the thing with that one teacher? <laughs> this is interesting to us and us only. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. We, we made 31 for you guys, and now we made one for us, and now we're going to stop doing this podcast forever. Yeah, that's it. That's it. This is the end of Milk and Screams. Yeah, GG. Good game. We did it. Good game. Pod champion. Pod champion. Ooh. That's our uh, new motto. Pod champ. (laughs) (laughs) Pod champ. Ew. That felt dirty. (laughs) On a real note, thank you for listening if you listened. Of course. Um, We appreciate it. After all this time. We did recently. Hit a milestone. We did hit a milestone. After last episode, we we have 31 episodes with that one. And it has reached a thousand. The whole podcast in general has reached a total of uh, one thousand plays and/or listens. That's that's remarkable. Which is pretty insane in that's, thirty-one episodes. I think that's kind of cool. That's pretty great, guys. And then at some point we had to stop putting stuff on YouTube because a lot of software wasn't working. But there's a, there's some you know there's some YouTube views as well that's that true. aren't counted in this number, which is pretty cool. It's probably like another hundred or hundred fifty yeah. or so. I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Um. So thanks to everyone. Um, here's to another year, maybe, possibly. Thank you, Kyle. We both have empty <laughs> canisters empty, of liquid. But we still dinked it. And we, now we have a commemorative uh, gift to remind us of one year. Good old Rue. Good old Rue. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next episode, and have a good day. Au revoir. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Okay, sure. cool.